Hi, welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of the Pictures Out There podcast series with Lee Stewart and Dave Fogelman. Dave and Lee conclude the two-part mini-series called Creating Pictures in a Messy World with today's topic, A Variety of Gifts for Action. We each have our own unique set of gifts and dreams and our own abilities to act. And now, here's Dave and Lee. Well, thank you very much, Candy, for that kind introduction. This is Lee. And this is Dave. And welcome back to part two of our two-part series, mini-series, called Creating Pictures in a Messy World. Mm -hmm. Dave, I think you will remember that last time we were all together, we talked about to act or not to act. That is the question. And we had some discussion about how we live in a messy world. I remember your very Shakespearean delivery (laughs) of that title. Yes. And sometimes mess can get in the way of us realizing our uh, pictures and other times manifests in positive change and can help propel us toward the realization of our pictures. So today we're going to kind of supplement that idea with our topic called a variety of gifts and talents with which to act. Ah. Often the impetus for our proactively creating pictures visions of our future that we're prepared to act upon comes from our strong sense of our unique identity. But sometimes in our search for our own unique and self-confident sense of identity, we assess ourselves or judge ourselves unfairly or inaccurately or very harshly. Mm -hmm. Sometimes as if we are a finished product that is not capable of change or growth or making an impact in the world. Mm. So in that process of self-assessment or self-judgment, we're often unnecessarily and inaccurately harsh with ourselves. We see ourselves as finished products with an abundance of flaws, and we got gaps. We then focus on those perceived deficiencies as reasons to not dream, Mm. to not vision our future or a future for the world, and not to take action toward the future of our dreams and our pictures. So we fixate on our flaws, at the expense of realizing our dreams. Absolutely. And, and today, Lee, we really want to dispel that approach and talk about how none of us are ever finished products and how we each are blessed with our own unique set of gifts that support our unique dreams, our own desires for the future, and really our amazing ability to act toward those dreams. So first, start at the beginning. We're born into this world. We're born into the world with our DNA, our heredity. And we are now alive in this world. We're bearing a variety of gifts, abilities, styles, and talents waiting to be developed and an incredible ability that we each have to learn and to grow. Yeah, absolutely. That capacity to learn and grow is inherent in each of us. But our DNA and our heredity, those are just starting points. It's just where we start from. They say absolutely nothing about where we each then can choose to go with our life. And they say nothing about the plethora of gifts, talents, abilities, and styles that we can acquire through the journey of our life. So a variety of potential gifts, abilities, styles, and talents that we each possess are beautiful. Mm -hmm. What do they tell us and inform us about our life opportunities to realize our pictures, to live out our perspectives, and to hold cherished 
our ideals. There's an image that kind of springs to mind for me of a diving board in a swimming pool. And I think of all of those gifts and abilities and styles and talents as that springboard to jump into that swimming pool of our pictures, our dreams, and to make them happen. I think one thing that uh, is, is really in my lifetime improved quite a bit is the notion of those gifts and talents and abilities each being valued. Mm-hmm. And I think when uh, I was growing up, you know, some of those things were considered kind of ancillary or, yeah, somebody can do this or that or whatever, that's okay. And really maybe just brain power or what right. we've classically called intellect. intelligence, intellect, yeah. was uh, put at a much higher pedestal. And I think it's been a wonderful thing just in our lifetime to see these other gifts put at an equal pedestal. They're yes. all wonderful, yes. put at an equal pedestal to the others. So in our lifetime, there's been kind of a constant question of, are there multiple intelligences? Okay. And we would say, you know, maybe, maybe not. That's an ongoing debate. Uh, that's, a, that's a good one to have. But that question just continues to be debated. And, you know, what is really an intelligence? But we would ask here today, you know, how much does that really matter mm-hmm. to what we're talking about here? Aren't all of the things that we're going to be describing gifts and abilities that can make a difference in the world? At a minimum, can we agree that there is a beautiful and glorious array and diversity. Lee, you use the word plethora. I, I think it's always a good podcast when we can use plethora. plethora. Yeah. yeah. Check <laughs> that box. Yes. <laughs> but there is a beautiful and glorious array and diversity of gifts, styles, talents, and abilities that we each have. And shouldn't we each seek to understand each of those and then respect them in ourselves mm-hmm. and in other people? And that we should then seek to understand and then respect that into anybody that we encounter going forward. Yeah, absolutely. So let's reframe this ongoing debate about multiple intelligences. And instead, let's view each of these concepts as a set of gifts, talents, abilities, styles, as we've been discussing. So we're going to refer to Wikipedia here as we broadcast this in the year 2022 as a source for defining some of these concepts. So, among the multiple intelligences, we have musical, rhythmic, harmonic. Okay, these are people who are gifted musically. They have talents and abilities and styles. They normally have good pitch as a singer. They might possess absolute perfect pitch. They are able to sing, play musical instruments, compose music. They have a real sensitivity to rhythm, pitch, meter, tone, melody, timbre. This is a talent I do not possess. (laughs) And we we all possess this in varying degrees from none to the miraculous, the people that can pick up an instrument and play it immediately. And on each of these gifts and talents that we're describing, Lee and I are going to just briefly talk about and kind of with awe say, Look at the gift of this when people have this and they can share it with the world and it can change the world. Music has absolutely been a change agent for the better in in the globe and in different societies. And so that's a wonderful gift to have. If you have that gift in any degree, you can use it and you can use it to make things better and make it a part of your picture. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So another of the multiple intelligences is called visual-spatial. So this deals with spatial judgment and the ability to visualize with your mind's eye. I must say, 
I do not possess this talent either. <laughs> and I must say that I will join you <laughs> in that. There were, there were the achievement tests that, uh, that Lee and my age group would take when we were younger that would show these shapes. Then it would show another shape, and you would have to guess which of the previous shapes the new shape was. Yeah. I, no, no. I got I, nothing. I, I got, got nothing on that. I yeah. can't. If somebody wants to try to have me visualize what a building might look like or something. It just ain't my thing. Yeah. Well, let's think about people who are gifted in this way. Engineers or people who construct furniture or there are so many. What a wonderful gift to possess. They can visualize something to a nth degree and then make it a reality. And as visual as we all are, architects, people that have, have done incredible new designs, whether it's for homes, whether it's for offices or things, that changes the world. Absolutely. That changes people's lives. It's yeah. a wonderful gift to have. Yeah. So continuing among the multiple intelligences, ah, we finally got one that I possess. <laughs> Good. It's linguistic <laughs> verbal. People with high verbal linguistic gifts and abilities display a facility with words and languages. They're typically good at reading, writing, telling stories, and memorizing words along with dates. This baby's in your wheelhouse. Oh, this, is the, this is the only <laughs> intelligence I have. <laughs> and it's a wonderful gift to have, and, and certainly in people that we encounter that have the ability, for example, to learn multiple languages. Well, those folks then, when people are traveling or what have you, they're a bridge. Yeah. They connect people. Yes. They help us see how alike we are. Changes the world. Yeah. It's a huge impact. And obviously, uh, the writers and my friend across the desk from me here in our studio uh, being a great example of that, the ability to tell stories is an incredible gift to have. And we all remember stories that have impacted our whole life. Yes. So continuing, the next type of intelligence that the researchers have identified is logical, mathematical. This has to do with logic, obviously, abstractions, the ability to reason, numbers, critical thinking. It also has to do with having a capacity to understand the underlying principles of some kind of a causal system. Sometimes we call the systems thinking as well, Mm -hmm. seeing interconnectedness between disparate concepts. We tried to use this skill, hopefully well, in one of the earlier podcasts that we did on the math of kindness, help, and hope to show the difference when people have the ability to use math and they're adept at it, they can problem solve. Yes. They can figure out things that, again, have the capability to change the world for the better and make the world a better place. This is a, a great skill set to Absolutely. have. A great talent to have. So next we have bodily kinesthetic. Uh, you might think about your favorite Olympic athlete here, mm-hmm. a swimmer, a runner, a, you know, whatever. The core elements of the bodily kinesthetic intelligence are control of one's bodily motions and the capacity to handle objects skillfully. Mm. This also includes a sense of timing a clear sense of the goal of a physical action, along with the ability to train responses. People who have high bodily kinesthetic ability or intelligence should be generally good at physical activities such as sports and dance and perhaps making things. And I love the description of sports and dance. Yeah. And, and dance is this incredible artistic expression that just is joyful. And, and people that can do that well and we watch them 
we just are overwhelmed by their sense of joy, which then gives us something to carry forward, a sense of joy in our own life. And I think lots of times sports achievements or physical achievements, they open the door to just what is possible. Yes. And we're able to translate somebody's physical achievement into kind of going, well, they did something extraordinary. I can do something extraordinary, extraordinary too. too. Yeah. And it may not be exactly that, right? but we translate that to something else. Oh, I think that's a very good observation. So next we have interpersonal intelligence. Individuals who are gifted with interpersonal intelligence are characterized by their sensitivity to others' moods and feelings and temperaments, to others' motivations, and their ability to cooperate to work as a part of a group. According to Gardner in the book, How Are Kids Smart? Multiple Intelligences in the Classroom, quote, inter and intra-personal intelligence is often misunderstood with being extroverted or with liking other people. Those with high interpersonal intelligence communicate effectively and empathize easily with others, and they may be either leaders or followers, and this sometimes gets described as emotional intelligence. Uh-huh. A word and a phrase that is here, again, future audience in 2022 is used constantly. Yes, EQ, and, emotional intelligence. And it's probably uh, been popularized, what would you say, Lee, in the last 5, 10, 15 years? Yes. And now is viewed as a key element for leaders and followers. And we really wanted to underscore that piece relative to introverts and extroverts and how we do labeling mm-hmm. of people and then describe all sorts of other qualities to those types that right. actually are inaccurate. That's correct. Yeah. An introvert can be a highly interpersonal individual. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, a close cousin of the interpersonal intelligence is intrapersonal. Mm-hmm. This has to do with introspective and self-reflective capabilities. This refers to having a deep understanding of oneself, what one's strengths and weaknesses are, what makes one unique, and being able to predict what your reactions or emotions might be in a given situation. So this is all about understanding thyself. And with both of these, these twins of interpersonal and intrapersonal, let's think about the impact that people that have these intelligences or gifts uh, to a great degree, the impact they make on the rest of us. Mm-hmm. People that have that ability with, to display high emotional intelligence, they're great models to us yes. for empathy and for connection to other people. And the people that have high intrapersonal skills and abilities are wonderful models to us for reflection. And so when those people, through either high emotional intelligence or through the ability to do wonderful introspection and reflection, create pictures, I want to know what their pictures are. Because their springboard to their pictures, again, is this uh, high EQ, this, uh, again, high ability to really reflect. And so their pictures are incredibly valuable to us. Absolutely. Very powerful. There is another multiple intelligence called naturalistic. Yeah, this is one of the newer ones. It is. And and there are several. People keep discovering these new intelligences. So this is when an individual possesses an ability to recognize flora and fauna, to make other consequential distinctions in our natural world. And to use this ability that they possess productively. Now, that might be in hunting or in farming or in biological or environmental science. This area has to do with nurturing and relating information to one's natural surroundings. This sort of ecological receptiveness 
is deeply rooted in a sensitive, ethical, and holistic understanding of the world and its complexities, including the role that humans have within the greater ecosphere. I love the flow of these these uh, intelligences that we've been talking about, and you can see how they, over time, have flowed from just kind of skills, thinking skills and abilities, to we start getting into the interpersonal and intrapersonal, and we start talking about connection to other people. And this naturalistic one is really the connection to the planet. To the natural world. To the natural world. So we we keep taking connection farther and farther out. You know, which I think is accurate and meaningful, and it's a great jump off to our pictures. Well, so think about the gift that a naturalistic intelligence gives to the rest of us who may not possess it. Right. Hey, understand that we're all part of this planet's fabric, right? right? It's all interwoven. We should respect the tree and the rock as much as we do ourselves. Help us see their picture and their picture for connection and the way the globe should be taken care of is something that we should all want to go emulate. Yes, So there are existential or spiritual gifts and abilities. There are teaching gifts and abilities. And these allow us to be able to teach successfully to other people. I love the notion of existential or spiritual gifts as, again, probably even a deeper jump off from the intrapersonal that we talked about, that ability to reflect. And now we're going really into our spiritual selves. And that's a a great gift to all of us where people with that ability can open us up to their pictures for spirituality and then teaching abilities. Mm-hmm. I, I love that, that that's viewed as an intelligence. Yes. And again, what it's about connection. It is. It's the ability to connect to that person and figure out how to transport knowledge. Communicate or, concepts to them so that they can understand it and act on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we have one more, Lee. It's called digital intelligence. (laughs) So you might imagine from the label that this is a recent construct. This is a meta-intelligence composed of many other identified intelligences and stems from interactions with digital computers. So as we stated, this is relatively recently identified. But think about maybe a person who's 20, 25 years old. Mm -hmm. They've never known a time when there weren't digital devices readily available to them. Internet native. Internet native, digital natives. Absolutely, their learning and their communication is frequently based in a digital sphere. They have that intelligence more than perhaps an 80-year-old individual who didn't grow up in the same time. And do people with that gift have a ton to offer the rest of us? Absolutely, and to offer the world. And so their ability to use that gift, that talent, to springboard into their own picture that they share with us and that they try to drive is a wonderful thing. So now let's ask a couple of questions about these areas of skills, talents, abilities, and gifts that we've talked about. And let's briefly go through them again. Musical, rhythmic, and harmonic. Visual, spatial. Linguistic, verbal. Logical, mathematical bodily, kinesthetic, interpersonal, intrapersonal, naturalistic, spiritual, teaching, and now the latest digital. Are each of these areas, for any of us, a wonderful way to spend our life if we so choose? Yes. And to make a difference in our world, we would say yes yes, resoundingly. So would any of these areas also then each be a wonderful basis to dream and create pictures 
for how we will spend our life, how we can make a difference in the world and what the future should be. Yes, absolutely. So the door to our dreams, our pictures, is always open. And all of these skills, talents, abilities, and gifts that we see in other people and that we uncover in ourselves to whatever degree they uniquely exist, you know, that they create that open door for us, for our pictures. So we always want to circle back to how we started with these mini-series, you know. The world is a messy place. Yes. Okay? But we all have these gifts, talents, and abilities that open doors to us to take our pictures, create them, and take them out to a new place. Yes. Yep. So, whatever an individual's gifts, abilities, styles, and talents, and appreciating all of these, whatever they may be, the impact of any and all of these are a fantastic impetus and fuel for any of us, all of us, to identify our own pictures, act on them, identify our ideals, and then live them. Just reflect on that for a moment. Maybe you've been a person who goes, well, I'm not an intellect. I'm not an intellectual person. Therefore, I'm less than. We would say no. Maybe you're a gifted musician. Maybe you're a gifted woodworker. Maybe you're a gifted natural biologist. And, and Those are equal gifts. Absolutely. And for goodness sake, let's not do the destructive valuing one versus the other. No. Comparing one versus the other. Appreciate the abundance of all of these talents and gifts. And appreciate when any of us uncovers some element of this that we use, that we love, and that we can, uh, again, take to make things better. Well, now let's transition to the segment in our program where we speak to the future. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Hi, future. What's up? Hi, y'all. So we've been talking about natural gifts, abilities, styles, talents, about DNA and heredity and the variety of gifts that we all possess to explore. So in the future... We think you've got this figured out, that you've done a good job with this, that somehow you've gotten over the 20th century and 21st century paradigm of, well, you have to have 17 degrees from Harvard to have any value. No, garbage, right? Or intelligence is measured by a standardized test. Exactly, exactly right. Yeah, Yeah. we think you've overcome that. Yeah, you you have, through the lens of abundance rather than the lens of scarcity, you have opened up visibility to all of these gifts and abilities and talents and you appreciate all of them you value all of them and you value in each individual in your future society that unique blend of talents and skills and abilities as lee and i have sat here and described there are some of these where we go and didn't get that one (laughs) and i don't think in my lifetime i'm going to create it right either right but we have some we have some of these and we value all of them. We value when somebody else has something that we don't have. Yes. We, we treasure that. Yes. We, we love it. Yes. And so we think you all have gotten past that deal of comparison. I am so pleased that you reminded us, Dave, of the concept of abundance and scarcity. Because that's kind of what this gets down to. Yeah. All of these multiple intelligences, all these skills, abilities, gifts... Man, that is an abundant outlook that there's not only room for all of them, but they all should be absolutely explored for a better tomorrow. And so you all would ask the question in the future, yeah, that is where we are. Why was it so hard for you all? And as we've described before, the notion of judgment uh, of ourselves and of other people, the notion of comparison and competition. competition. 
And it's just held us back. It's just held us back. And thankfully, as we've described this new exploration of whether you call them multiple intelligences or you call them gifts and talents, the doors have really opened to us seeing all of these as gifts that are important and that are part of our dreams and our pictures. Yes. Yeah. So we always like closing with a quote, and we have one for you today. We've been talking about doors and the doors that get opened with our gifts, talents, and abilities. And this quote is uh, a lovely one from Helen Keller. When one door of happiness closes, another opens. But often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one which has been opened for us. So in this messy world we have, all these gifts, talents, and abilities are open doors for us to walk through and to create our pictures and to make them a reality. Yes. So what are your pictures? What are your perspectives, your ideals? And what is your individual influence to use for the betterment of all? That concludes our two-part series. We hope to see you again next time. Thanks. Thanks for joining us today. As always, feel free to explore more about Pictures Out There at picturesoutthere.com and major social media sites. We hope you have the day of your dreams, the day of your pictures.